Not that it's any of your business, but... Nay, it's showtime. And leave me to my lotions. Oh, the floor just cracked. I believe I might fall. Jesus Christ. But yes, COVID's still a fucking thing, and I don't think it's going to... Hey, we got the we've UK strain got- over here. We've leveled up. Well, we've... We've got like the vaccination coming to Australia soon, and I'm looking at it going, This is cool. I can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to have it because it will do me some damage. Yeah. I, I need to wait for I need to wait for a different one to come through because it's yeah. like R MNA or some shit like that. And it's basically not really telling like it's not going, here's the thing you need to attack when it comes in, attack it. It's going attack. You know, you Everything want to look for something area. like this. You want to you want to look for things like this and then attack them because they're bad. And then my my immune system interprets that going right, kill everything. Got it. Mm. It's like no, 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 no. Just <laughs> just aim for this. And it's like all right. Fuck. So even anything your comes in front of me, I can knockoff. kill it. Right. Cool. So it basically put me out for a while. Yeah. Even yeah. your immune system is a Chinese knockoff. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That one was pretty good. Yeah, it's good, but then then it raises questions about my parents. And all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm going to say they, their, their options were Norton Antivirus or fucking McAfee, Kenny, and they went with McAfee. Chill. We weren't going with anything like that. Said you were Chinese knockoff, not a Chinese knockup. <laughs> I mean, like, <sighs> welcome to SV Cheats, everyone. <laughs> First podcast. Is, this is the first podcast of the year. This is the this is season three. Oh uh, shit! Season three. Damn. I was gonna say like Electric Boogaloo, but that's that's like, season two. So this will have to be what's what's an uh, fight fire <laughs> season three Shrek Forever After. No fire season fire three. Bungalow. Are we actually popular go. now? No. Does anyone yes. listen to this? Yes. Why? It's weird. It's weird because we have more people listening to this in our YouTube channel, so I feel like we should shield the channel up front. Yes. <laughs> uh, fucking Oz plays on YouTube. Exclamation yes. point. Check us I was, out. I was gonna get I was gonna get into basics like, hey, what do we have planned for recording on What do we have planned? YouTube videos. Yeah, but like one Oh, also, I'm Chris. I'm joined here with Jaden. Hi. And Alex. Hey. <laughs> um, We're forced yes. to be here. Yes, I've been, been on your ass about- missed the last two weeks. One three. of them was entirely my fault. I've no, missed, no, the, third, missed the last no, the third weeks. one because I was on holiday and I told you in advance. Was it? Yes. No, I, I rang you. And I you're like, I thought you were weekend. some telemarketer. Oh no, that no, that's right. No, that was the one. That was the one that I was, was saying last, night, last week. No, that was last week because I was like, last week. I received a phone call at like eleven p.m. or something like that. I'm like, no one would call around here except for a scammer. So I turned my phone off and went back to bed. I and don't then- know what scammers are calling you at eleven o'clock, but I've only been tr- like attempted to be scammed at like first light in the morning. Fucking there, I, up and ready, like pinching, pinching pennies, looking for some shekels, and it's like, let's fucking ring this motherfucker. And it's always, it's always been one I've wanted to answer, 
and it's like, hey, look, your taxation number has been affiliated with criminal activity. Um, you best call us now, otherwise we'll be sending the local sheriff to you. And I went, well, darn tootin', I best give them a call. And instantly, just I'm not, like, I try to call them back because I want to have a, this conversation. I want to see, I want to see how far I can fuck with them. And it just instantly goes into like, no, this is this number is not correct. I'm like, they called me from this motherfucking number. I was yeah, like, nah, this number is not correct. It's a VPN. When the telemarketers call you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have like a whole script ready to go. Like it's no, 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 no. I, I don't even need a whole script ready to go. Like when telemarketers call me, I, I've, I know I'm gonna fuck with them. But yeah, like what, what I mean is like you can't call them back. So like as soon as they call you, you gotta be like, all right, we're doing this. Yes, but then, like, the worst part is, like, when these people call, like, the ones I, I know I want to fuck with, mm-hmm. like, when they call, I just ignore it because I don't look at the phone and it goes, oh, this is a number which is going to do the taxation office bullshit. No, it's just like, here's this number from fucking Dubai and, uh, yeah, answer it. And I'm like, I oh, know, I'll just let it go to fucking voicemail because if you answer it, even if, like... They don't, they will just immediately hang up, but they go. All right, we know your number's active now, so we're going to sell this information off to other people to call you. And then mm-hmm. these people call me, and it's like, oh, do you have a refrigerator? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't. And they're like, cool, bye. I'm like, like, I don't get any fun from the shitty ones. Well, it's the real serious the, uh- ones who involve like legal steps who are like oh you're gonna get arrested or hey this your is- ip address license has expired <laughs> yeah like that shit and I'm like oh these these are the ones who are willing to go far who are willing to pull up some bullshit because they either think i'm stupid or they think they can get money out of me and i'm just a bit ignorant and i'm like no i know i know the fucking my taxation number isn't affiliated with any criminal gang unless it's the fucking banks and that's a whole different subject <laughs> because the banks have been proven to be affiliated with like illegal activities here i think like the commonwealth bank had recently been like caught for doing some sort of money laundering or some shit like that. Sounds and then about it was right, like, honestly. oh, that's fine. We'll just pay the fine and that's it. And that's it. That's all they do. Yeah, and it was never addressed again. It's like, well, they paid the fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just want the fucking telemarketer. I just want the telemarketer scams to, like, the good ones to, I want to answer them, but I don't want to just answer it randomly. I'm hoping I can just call it back and it's like, all right, is this a fucking shitty telemarketer, which is just going to hang up on me and sell my number to a bunch of other shitty telemarketers? Or is this going to be some actual telemarketer who's going to go, oh, fuck, we've got ourselves a hook, line, and bait, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Let's fucking run it down. Hook, but line, no, and bait. Ne- hook, line, and bait. I, I can't stop saying it ever since uh, friend Zippy had said it. It was the most retarded shit and yet i i i'm fucking it's so stupid i like it <laughs> but yes any telemarketers call me it's always in the morning so and that's why i hopefully thought that you saved my number and you like, have oh, now i've done it now i've done it now <laughs> yeah in the morning i'm like my bad I how many now times have i called number. you i don't know a lot i have you and alex in my phone as 
a break in case Alex or Jaden is asleep. <laughs> to be fair, and Alex, is, Alex is much more likely to be asleep. I'm more likely to be doing something somewhere else. Yes, but Alex has actually answered once, I guess. <laughs> don't don't hey, think no, it. No, I, I answer sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you've answered less than Alex. To be fair, Alex has had more chances than me. Probably, yes. No, but, not probably. I mean, like, who, like, who's keeping count? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm technically not. All I'm doing is calling you guys like, hey, look, we need we need to do a podcast. We have an all year and it's we're almost like literally we're halfway through the second month. And it's like, like, we got to do this. We got to do something. Yeah. So we're not popular enough to make this a monthly affair. But like, man, we got shit to talk about. We do. And I, I as I said, like. We have a lot more people listening to our podcast than watching our videos, so I feel like we can shield the channel with stuff that we're planning on doing in I mean, the future. That is true, but on the flip side, I think it's a lot easier to listen to a podcast, right? Because yeah. you, you can do yeah, it when you're doing like other things, right? if you like this podcast, then you could be like, oh, fuck, man. What, how else can I support my favorite podcast of 2021 so far? Uh, with the this first episode, first podcast of, first podcast of so the far. year, 2021 so far. How about let's buy their merchandise, which may or may not be on the way. Secondly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, oh, yeah, you were doing that, weren't you? I got a shirt. I have a shirt and everything. You do have I a shirt. I also want one of those shirts. But um, I sent uh, artists a message saying, hey, look, you know, this, that, and everything else. I haven't heard a response from him yet, so I'll send him a, a reminder because I know he's not ignoring me, but I definitely know he checks the message going, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get back to it, and it just completely forgets. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'll just go send him a reminder. But, uh, yes, also I'm we can shield stuff though. and go on the channel. Um, to which... Uh, for the immediate future, like right now, we have a few series going on. We still have the Halo series, the Halo Master Chief Collection, uh, going through. So Halo One uh, is heading up. Halo Two is going to be starting soon. We also have Zero Time Dilemma, the third and final game in the Zero Time series, which I think is weird, but also really good. Because one, uh, we're starting off at the first. We're starting in the final chapter of the game, in final chapter of the series, which is Zero Time Dilemma. We can't. Me, I, I played through the first two games with Alex and Josh watching. No, I, yeah, I'm not involved in this one. We can't just do one for the channel because we know everything that's going to happen, and it's kind of hard to. It, it's one of those, those games that you can't have uh, prior knowledge. Yeah. Well, in the same time, like... Oh, fuck. Talking about games you shouldn't have prior knowledge. You should play Ace Attorney. I have those as well. Have you played Basically, them? no. I have the uh, trilogy on Steam that I was thinking about going through sometime. Hell but, yes. Um, you should play Phoenix right. It will be on the docket. It will be on the list because right now, after 
Zero Time Dilemma, and after we finished Soma, which has basically got one more recording session, one or one and a half recording sessions to go. Uh, Depends how confident game- we are. No, 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 it does pretend how confident, but it it's more about how much do I remember about the puzzles coming forward because there are puzzles coming ahead that which I need to remember to figure out. Ah. Uh, but I was planning on doing Final Fantasy X after Soma, after we've pretty much cleared up most of our fame because Final Fantasy X is, uh, it is my favorite Final Fantasy and I recently have just done a complete 100% completion of Final... Well, not 100% completion. It's 95% completion because I didn't want to go through the whole Blitzball tournament thing to get Walker's, like, ultimate weapon bullshit. I'm not a fan of Blitzball. I really am not. It's a it's a mini game in the game in Final Fantasy X in which uh, you either love it or hate it. There is no in between. There's not people like, oh, I'll dabble. I'll f- dip my virgin toe into this fucking weird underwater. It's a complete it's underwater like underwater sport. underwater volleyball? No. Yes, no. So Maybe. But, okay, so it might be. But Do you what know what is, volleyball is? It's like, think of dodgeball? No, think of, how do I put it? Think of basketball. But underwater. I mean, how do you bounce the ball, though? You don't. You have to hold the ball. So you're in a sphere of water, like a massive sphere of water. How they do it? Magic. It's it's the Final Fantasy world. And games last about 10 minutes, right? So you're holding your breath for about 10 minutes. And you have to basically... Swim all the way. It's basically basketball, except comes down to soccer. So it's like traveling the field is like basketball, but shooting goals is like soccer. And I am not a fan of it. I only like won the first game because of the trash talking from the other team. I couldn't let them win. Like (laughs) the other team was talking mad shit. And I'm like, I am literally going to keep doing this this tutorial mission. You're save scum it until you win it. No, not save scum. Oh, you just get many attempts to try it, do you? No, I just have to reload the save. So, like, if I lose, then I go back to save, and I just start the match again. That would that be safe scumming? Yes. Yes. I this thought safe scumming diff- is like. I thought save scumming is like. As soon as you make progress, you save. And then, like, it's kind of like taking baby steps of, like, progress and saving every step rather than, no, I have to do the whole no, match sa- over save again. scumming is abusing saves to make sure you get the result you want. Okay. Well, I learned something today. So, yes, I save scum until I beat, until I beat these fucking shitters because no shit, the cards were so stacked against me in this Blitzball tutorial match. Like, I don't think you're meant to win unless you learn a move in which you can fail once and you don't get another chance of learning again. If you fail this one move, this one move is like a guaranteed goal. But if you fail learning it, which only gives you one attempt, and then you can't do it. So Final Fantasy X is a game which... Is it? 
It 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 very well is, and it's also I said it's my favorite Final Fantasy game. Uh, I love the story for both how nice and serious it is, as well as how fucking stupid some things are. Like Waka, Waka is the most our dirty our bed hating motherfucker that ever did walk God's green earth. Praise be to Yevon. Like Waka just flat out hates hates our bed people for passion and all our bed people are is just a race of people who uses technology but since the yevon the so, uh, so he's an amish racist yes that's actually quite a point of putting it he's like oh yevon which is their religion is like oh because this is not a spoiler. This is literally like the plot in the first minute of it. It's like, oh, look, this big bad thing called sin is destroying everywhere. And the religion Yevon blames it on technology. If you use technology, sin will come and kill you. Oh, technology that is sin. as fuck. Technology yes. is sin, right? No. And well, that seems to be... It, it's it's almost like that, but sin is a big fit, like a big monstrous fish. No, sorry, I wasn't meaning literally. I mean that's what the religion thinks, effectively. The lit- the, no, it, yes and no. They basically go, uh, we need to repent for our sins and uh, not use technology because sin will come and attack us if we use technology, and. The story behind that is actually like really cool. Also, kind of stupid, and like it's one. Of, it's the kind of stuff that I would like. I would love to go over with you guys in game because it's just like, hey, this happened, but also they left out this one bit of information which created such a fucking mess. And oh man, they're just so bad. Like. Fucking Yevon, our bed people. Oh, my God. Fucking dirty, our bed people. I tell you what. But, yes. And it's actually not a long game. I beat it in, like, 25 hours, which is shorter than a Valkyria 4 playthrough, which I found interesting. Huh. So, yes. Um, And it also got to the point, so, like, in my... Technically, a hundred percent playthrough, except for the Blitzball thing, because I don't like Blitzball. Um, so, how it all works is you have to do all the post-game stuff before you beat the final boss, because once you beat the final boss, that's it. There's no post-game; it's ending. Ah, uh, right. So it gets to the point where, like, all right, I've done all the post-game stuff. Now I have to go beat the final boss. And the final boss is a bitch. It's a fucking bitch. I abs like literally just destroyed it in a couple of hits. And it's just like, huh. Okay. And it's just like, and it, it also brings a question. Cause like the best summon in the game, the best character slash summon in the game is Yojimbo. Yojimbo is a summon in which you have to pay him to do shit. So he's like, you summon oh, him. Yes, and he, you told us about your Jimbo. Yeah. And your Jimbo is like fucking like the coolest dude slash summon slash character. 
And it makes me think, because Yojimbo has an ability called Zanmato, which is an instant kill ability that will literally instant kill anything. I don't think there is one thing it doesn't instant kill. Like, it instant kills bosses, it instant kills post-game bosses, like, but the post-game bosses has a much le- lesser chance, but, like, you can bump up that chance by doing, like, paying them extra and then, you know, all this extra shit. But it, it makes me to think, it's like, hey, look, this big bad fish called Sin, which is killing everyone, um, why don't we just pay Yojimbo, like, a lot of fucking money to Zanmato it? Like, why can't we just do that? Instead of having going down this intricate, like, complicated and convoluted fucking path of defeating sin just be like hey everyone uh money for the church money for the church <laughs> for for the church of uh yojimbo and then just do it that way but that never comes up and i'm upset so i want to do final fantasy 10 for the channel fuck wait where was that uh, name again oh the um uh, the picture of the girl who yeah, drops like, like giving giving money like <laughs> fucking. So you know the, you know is. the here it is. Yeah, the twelve gill. <laughs> yeah, twelve gill. Zanmato, drops twelve please. gill on the fucking counter. Zanmato, please. <laughs> so I found it. Yeah, you need to play. You need to pay in like the tens to hundreds of thousands, uh, up like to start with to really build up the uh, trust meter with him to get Zanmato. Sometimes if you build up your trust meter so fucking high, he will literally, like, as soon as you summon him, he'll just do Zanmato. He'll just do it out, like, for the fucking good of his heart for some reason. But, yeah, so uh, Final Fantasy twelve. There was another game I was thinking about doing, but I can't come... doesn't come to mind right now, so it mustn't have been that important. But I know... Jaden wanted to do I I keep I know the game you want to do, but I keep forgetting what it's called. All I know is it's about perspective. Uh superliminal. Superliminal, that's it. And that's the game that you want to do for the channel. Which yeah, I think will be interesting cool. because like one is a fairly short game. Oh, that's the other game that I wanted to do. Um Resident Evil 7. Because of Resident Evil Village coming out. But that's just that. Um, yeah, and uh, so there's that one that you wanted to do. And Alex wanted to do Dark Souls after the end of the Halo series. Hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Because, yeah, we're like Halo 2 is almost done. Halo 3 is about the same length as... And then we have Halo 4. No, Halo ODST and Halo 4. Yeah, it goes ODST 3 and 4. I thought ODST was afterwards. No, 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 ODST takes place between 2 and 3. Yeah, okay. But did ODST... No. That's weird then because 343 said they were releasing the Master Chief Collection in chronological order, Mm. but ODST came out after 3. Yeah, but 343 doesn't know jack shit about fucking Halo. Because at the start of Halo 3 ODST, you can look down as you're dropping in and see Enamber clad leave with the Covenant supercarrier. And that's the Halo 3 situation, isn't it? Yeah, that's the Halo that? 2 situation. Yeah. Yeah. You were dropping into New Mombasa. 
Yes, you are. You are. That, you're totally yeah. right. I'm just you, yeah, you're like, dropping you're, into you, New Mombasa, and as you look down, you can see an amber clad leaving with uh, the Prophet of Regret. Mm. So really, like, we've got a mixed match of stuff that we're doing yeah. that we so, want to plan for this channel. Yeah, th- so, like, 343 have- straight up said, oh, we're releasing it in chronological order. Fucks up the chronological order. So the Halo series and then Dark Souls from Alex. Um, you wanted to do... Uh, fuck, I forgot the name. Sub. Super. Super liminal. Super liminal. I keep wanting to go subliminal for some reason. Subnautica. Don't know. No. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a bad game, that one there. Right there. Well, no, it's, it's not what I'm thinking of. Let's keep going super liminal. All right, so super liminal. Is there anything else you had idea that you wanted to do? Sorry, Jay? we weren't directed at me. What? Yes. Could you because repeat the whole liminal. question? Is there any other game that you wanted to do after Superliminal? I'll figure it out afterwards. Because I like, there's a bunch of things my... I'll just kind of decide at the time, I guess. Mm. Like because, Indivisible, like... I haven't played through Moonlighter. There's a couple of cool ones. Mm. Or because... Moonlighter might not be a right. And then we also... Yeah, whatever. I'm not too sure. I, I want to get you and Alex on uh, a LP that me and Josh want to do of Resident Evil Revelations 2 um, because Josh is helping out with a few recordings. Uh, he's joining me and Alex in on a Zero Time Dilemma because he was with us for the uh, Nine Fast Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors and Virtue's Last Reward. Uh, so he wants to do some stuff for the channel, which I'm like, yeah, definitely, like, come along. As Jaden has already called him the unofficial fourth. Should we just always refer to him as the unofficial fourth? Yeah, the unofficial fourth. I mean, he's been here enough that um, he well, is he's been the he's been in fourth. like what he's four been in GSSBs? quite a lot actually. Yeah. Basically, whenever like this is a we've got three people and this is kind of a four person thing. Josh mm-hmm. is always that person. We go. We need another person. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like um he joined us recently for our unrailed one as well so he's he's technically unofficial fourth if if we were all vtubers we could start up our own hollow life that's not hard though yeah yeah but i'm not doing that that sounds like way too much effort all it's, you need is a webcam yeah all you need is a webcam and a i've got one of them still effort. yeah there's um there's a program on steam uh called face, rig. I, called face rig yeah which i do have but I I need better lighting in my room for that shit to work. All right. So that's our channel on, on uh, YouTube. Go check that shit out. And uh, don't forget to smash like and subscribe and leave a comment down below what you really hate about Alex. I'm pretty sure he wants to hear all that shit from you guys. That's right, boys. And we're, you know, I can't even do that, but, like, ironically. If I could reach just sounds- South Australia, I would fucking slap you. <laughs> I mean, we all would. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't too proud of it, but I would, I did li- it, I would like I did to purchase one slap through the internet, please. I did it for please. the vine, man. <laughs> mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, willing, I'm willing to pay 12 gil fucking Zamato. <laughs> Zamato, test your luck. Try the bitch. But yeah, so that's what's coming up on our channel. Um, other than that, uh, what games have you guys been playing over the start of the new year? I have, go, uh, Alex. I'm, I'm just going to go first. All right. Yeah. So I recently purchased Neo 2. 
Mm-hmm. No. I have been loving the absolute shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 everything Neo One was, and they've improved on everything as well. It's just better Neo One, and that's exactly what I wanted. See, that's what I want to hear. But I am going to wait a little bit longer for a few more patches before I buy Neo. Which in turn is me going, I'm going to wait till I finish Neo 1 before I buy Neo 2. Well, they've already come out with like three patches, so yeah. Mm. And they've, they've pretty much fixed all the issues. I haven't had like, I've played this game straight for like 40 hours. I have only had one black screen crash and mm. that was it. Huh. I have never had a problem ever again. Because for, yeah, from what I'm hearing, there seems to be a lot of like issues with um, the PC port. Because the game, it's it, from what I hear in terms of its development, is the exact same way, um, exact same thing that happened with Monster Hunter World, where it was made for consoles first, mm. and then it had an inexperienced PC team port it to PC. And that's what I've heard through the grapevine is, is like they had an inexperienced team. Uh, porting the game to PC. And mind you, for an inexperienced inexperienced team, um like they're doing the best they can. But like this is the one weird sort of thing where the original Neo uh had some issues coming out in PC as well. But I think but that, that was, that was done a later port. Different- like original originally that was just a like console only game, right? Yeah. Yes. Both these games were console exclu- ooh, exclusive for a while. Yeah, and then they both got ported to PC. The early, the early uh, in- renditions of the port were pretty shaky, but as like time went on, they became became pretty like much some perfect. Some of the weirdest, the weirdest bugs I saw, it still was still present in uh, Neo Two, in which when Neo One came out on PC. It had exclusively only Xbox prompts and the worst keyboard and mouse support I've seen for a character action game like this or an an action RPG like this. Whereas um, with the Neo 2, it had PlayStation exclusive prompts and not Xbox or PC and it still had terrible keyboard and mouse support like they fixed the keyboard and mouse support for neo one pretty quickly but like the same issues are popping up but for the second game and stuff like that except like they're having issues with uh graphical drivers in which they straight up or just black screen or like it was like a soft crash but it didn't crash it just completely cut out the image to black yeah uh, that's the one i had it like I had to ex. I had to go to. I had to go to my processes and end the Steam process to fix that one. Uh, mm. That one. But some people, it's, it seems to be happening, and I'm guessing it's got something to do with graphical drivers. It might but- have, but I've, I haven't had that problem since. And that was like mm. another twenty hours of gameplay on top of that. So if it was going to happen again, it would have happened by now. So let's have a look at it. Because yeah, like all. Yes and no. It really comes because that's the that's the hard thing with. So I, I wouldn't say I, have, I wouldn't say console exclusive games. So I have like, grinded the mission that that happened on like about twenty seven times so far, and I have not have that had that issue happen since. 
Hmm. But it comes down to like, as I said, you got graphical drivers. You also have like, and that's the worst thing where it comes to making games for PCs. Like you have to test on so many different builds yeah, and so many different. That's a th- that's why making for console is easier, right? Because it's, it's unified technology. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Whereas you have to like fucking. You got to test it with AMD. You got to test it with Intel. You got to test it with fucking Nvidia. Not to mention. Um, the NVIDIA drivers for Neo 2 when it came out um, pretty much they had to release a brand new driver just for Neo 2 because all other drivers were fucking terrible and it even had um, DLSS uh, stuff in the NVIDIA drivers which to me makes sense because Neo 2 as I said, is a console was a console exclusive, um, which those consoles are running AMD technology, not NVIDIA. Mm. So I don't think they would anticipate much of the NVIDIA's uh, like extra DSL or DLSS NVIDIA technology stuff. Yeah. So I don't think it would do that, but you know, I'm not going, man, what's such a fucking terrible port. I'm just going. Looks great. Game looks fun. Got to wait for a bit, but I still want to play it. Yeah, me too. Definitely. So just what else have you been up to? Um, I bought Sea of Thieves today. Ew. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've, been having, I've been having fun with that. It's, it's, a fun, it's a fun little multiplayer game. Yeah, once it's once you only play multiplayer. Well, yeah, it's one of the ones you only play multiplayer. Like, if I don't have, like, at least two other people playing with me, I'm not touching that game. That's fair. Yeah. Doesn't seem like one of those games where you can just get by on single player. I mean, you can, but you don't want to. It's more well, people, that was definitely point. more fun. Yeah. And, like, I bought it solely to play with co-op, so if other people aren't playing it, I'm not touching it. Yeah. It was like, um... How can I put it? Like, uh, Unrailed or playing. It's like this game, need, like, you, yeah, you it's, can play it single player, yes, but at the same time, like, well, it's, it's not going to be as so, fun with people. It's so designed for multiplayer that if mm. you try and play that if you play it single player, you get a bot to help you, and the bot's shit. <laughs> yep. The bot is shit, yeah. Oh, um, Total War Warhammer 3? Yes. You've War- got that already, do you? Yeah, I've pre-ordered it. Dude, Total Warhammer 2 is $30 right now. Total. Yeah, yeah we've we've all been playing heaps of Total Warhammer. Like us I and then another like four people in our... Like everyone's been super keen on it, which I have I'm successfully cyberbullied someone in our, uh, in our Discord to get it and start playing it. Mm. Anthony. Yes, good I mean, old like, Anthony. I bought it a while ago. And it's always been something that's interested me because I do like that mix of combat, but also like the sort of politics and stuff behind it as well. Like I want a game with the combat of Total War, but with like the politics and religion stuff of civilizations. And this is pretty much the closest I'm going to get to that. The closest you're going to get is probably Stellaris, actually. That is a game I do have, which you've told me to, and I downloaded it and I haven't touched it since I need to get into that. Sounds about right. I pushed a few but, buttons. I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call it quits right here. 
I got the feeling it's one of those games where it's like, hey, look, if you're willing to invest the time into it, you're gonna get you're gonna get some enjoyment out of it. But right now, like for me, I'm like head deep in so many other games. Um, one of them being Total Warhammer. Total Warhammer two, yes. I even bought a I even bought a Total Warhammer one DLC to play in my Total Warhammer two, mm. um, which is pretty interesting. Like the Chaos faction. Um, so I'm a big fan of the Chaos people. Yeah, so, like so my to favorite race. Explain this for people mm-hmm. who haven't seen it. Total War Warhammer three was just announced, but the game the it was designed as a trilogy. Right, and they've combined it. So you bought, you got Total War Warhammer One, and you could play Total War Warhammer One, and then you got Total War Warhammer Two, and it had a different map, and you could play Total War Two. However, if you owned both of them, you could play a giant combined map with all the factions and everything from both games and the combined map, and. With Total War Warhammer 3, that's going to have another combined one with all three of them, uh, fully covering, like, the whole old world in the Warhammer lore, which is going to be awesome. Like, I I used to play tabletop... Look, fuck, it'd be literally 10 years ago now. Fuck. Anyway, so the game's designed that effectively the older games in the trilogy can be used as DLC for the new games. And that's why you rarely see the old games go on special because retroact- the games retroactively become DLC for the new games. Mm. And that's why, like... And so they still have value. Yeah. Um, I remember yes. buying, I think, both of the games for, like, $25 each. And I know some of you guys... Actually, I can go check out who bought me the Beastman DLC. Wow, I am now violently angry. Well, that's... Don't I have to really get hope it was you. It, it it wasn't because of anything Kenny did. No, uh, I just I just hopped on Twitter because uh, I was just going to, you know, going to go grab some, uh, some of the latest news. Uh, Hollywood's bringing video games to the big screen with major castings. The Last of Us, Borderlands, and Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I... I'm not trusting Metal Gear Solid. You know how many fucking years people are saying, oh, Metal Gear Solid's a movie, it's coming out. It's been that since I was in primary school. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what I think. I think, I think like, people have been saying the Metal Gear Solid film has been in the works since primary school. Uh, same thing with the Gears of War film. Uh, I have heard stuff about Borderlands and... Oh, Steam servers are shitting the bed. Um Borderlands and The Last of Us have been casted. Well, majority has been casted. And, like, for Borderlands, I think they casted Jack Black as Claptrap. Yeah, Jack Black as Claptrap. And then they casted... That's I mean, that's a be pretty, no, that's a pretty good... I reckon that could be a pretty good cast. You want to listen to you want to listen to Jack Black say some... Uh, let's, let's look up some Claptrap quotes. No, no, but the point is you said it's going to be really annoying. Yeah. He's claptrap. <laughs> it's supposed to be. Fucking. Uh, but yeah, you want to listen to fucking Jack Black go, as a robot, I'm completely immune to Hector's gas attacks, but that hasn't stopped me from incessantly cowering. All right. So someone, someone did gift me the Beastman DLC. 
because there's only three DLC packs that I've bought. And that's the Warden and the Paunch, uh, Rise of the Tomb Kings, and the Curse of the Vampire Coast in Darkwood. And then there's... I, I bought um, the wow. Dark Elf ones and the Chaos one recently, but mm-hmm. that's it. So one of used two... I don't. I can't see. I can only see my purchase history. I can't see like who gifted me what. But some one of you two had bought me the Warhammer I'm DLC. Out on I I be- do too not. Late, I, I'm pinning it on you. No, it, it can't be me. I do not well, hate Kenny enough to do that. How do you that find to Steam purchase history? We'll figure it so, out and come up later. We'll bring easy. it up again well, later. I, yeah, I, it's it's easy. Like you see your name, if you look onto your Steam thing and you see your name in the top right hand corner, you click on that, go to account details and purchase history, done. Cool. And then you just control F to search for Warhammer and bam. Uh, so yeah, playing a lot of Warhammer. I do like how chaos are done in Warhammer and Warhammer 2. How it's just like you're not really a settlement kind of army. You're literally like a force. A horde army. And you just like a, you basically, your army is your base, and you just grow that, and you just like a fucking tidal wave through. Um, I do like that, but I am more excited for what they have to offer with Warhammer Free stuff. Uh, now that Chaos are now legit, like a legit faction. Yeah, so- it'll be Chaos Demons. And there's, there's going to be a I lot more. I don't know more. if each individual one will have their own faction because they were talking about that for a while mm. or it was at least hinted at. Well, they have confirmed that there will be nine legendary lords in Total Warhammer 3. Just oh, yeah, imagine I- the fucking Mortal Empires of that game. Holy shit. Oh, I have no doubt that they'll have a legendary lord for each uh, one, but whether or not they'll be entirely separate factions we'll have to see i hope so i think there'll be a few factions like three or four at least but we'll see how that goes so yes uh warhammer what else have you been up to um deep rock galactic you've already talked about deep rock galactic though have i yeah i'm still playing it it's a good game all right jade what about you Ah, oh, I've been playing Dragon Ball and Total Warhammer. Oh, and a shitload of Hades. I picked Hades back up, and it's still a lot of fun. That's all i got to say. It's a really good game. You should play it, though, considering it's won a lot of awards recently and everyone's talking about it, you've probably heard about it already. It's yeah. really good. I still haven't played it, but it's something I want to get around to. But I am super like my list of games of that i need to complete is just like doubled in in just in like the past month alone so for me uh i started off playing nine doors nine hours nine persons and that was kind of like a like off the cuff sort of oh no i'll play this i don't really feel in the mood of playing any sort of serious game. I kind of want to be a passive game, but I want to do something. So I played that and it turned out to be a lot more. You enjoyed not it a passive. lot more than you thought uh, it would be. It's a lot more like, holy shit. Like, the, the, I'm quite not going to spoil. Yeah, it's quite involved. And I think it's 
that game has one of the best science fiction stories I've seen in a very long time. Because the science fiction story it's doing is not an original idea, but how they go about it is basically can only be done in a video game medium. And the video game medium does it so well, which I found like really fucking cool, especially of how they evolve on that in the later games. But yeah, it's like, oh, here's this sci-fi concept and we've seen it a hundred times before. But then it's like, what if we used this gameplay element to as a story element in this sci-fi story? And it's like, holy shit, that's actually like really fucking cool. And yes, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of that and we're also doing Zero Time Dilemma for this uh, channel. Uh, Yakuza, majority of the Yakuza series uh, came out on PC. I've been seeing remastered. a bunch of Yakuza stuff recently. I'm pretty interested in that series. So I now own like every mainline Yakuza game except for six. Um, I fucking look at my library. Like I've got Yakuza one through seven, and we're just missing six. No, not one. I got zero, one, two, three, four, five, seven. So I mean, to, like it's been a long time since I played like Yakuza four, four, and five. So I was like, okay, I need to get back through it, but I want to start through the series again. So I'm, I'm gonna start doing that. Um, but. Yeah, other than that, the other game that I'm playing, I've been spending most of my time on. Oh, I've playing, been playing God Eater Free, which is like a, it's anime Monster Hunter, but simplified until it's not. B grade. No, it's it's definitely discount Monster Hunter. Discount anime Monster Hunter. It, it's, it's anime as fuck. Like, the main character... Well, not the main character, but the main character's friend is like, man, I I just want to do this for my friends. I got to look after my friends, and then legit, we become billionaires overnight. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So it's like, okay, me and my friend were like, we're basically like fucking super duper like god eater hunters, whatever fucking aragami. Think they're called Aragami or yeah, Aragami hunters, which are basically demonic demon beasts uh, that we have to kill. And we met this chick called Lulu, who uses her has an ability in which she's documented. And some guys just like, huh, um, yeah, hey, you know that ability used? Yeah, I'll can I, can I buy the data from you? And they're like, how much? It's like, how does 7 billion sound? <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, yeah okay, we're like, sure. We're like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'll pay you 7 billion. And he fucking... God's honest, paid 7 billion. And everyone's like, dude, let's go out and let's go buy some sweets and all that sort of stuff. Let's, let's, let's have ourselves some good, good fun. And then we could save the rest of the money. And then the main guy, well, not the main character, the main character's friend's just like, no, we need this money for our futures. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, what a fucking dweeb. <laughs> like, 
Just let us buy what some fucking kill. candy in this depressing world. And it's like, no, we need this for our futures. Like, yeah, our futures is not going to miss out a measly, I'd say, a thousand dollars. I mean, they're not going to miss out a measly thousand dollars if we buy some nice candy or some shit when we got, you know, seven billion dollars. Oh, but yeah. Uh, but the story net's pretty cool. Um, and then I said it's simplistic until it's not. So the further you play in the game, you start unlocking like extra abilities. So in Monster Hunter, you're like, okay, you've got this weapon that does this elemental damage, and then you've got this move set. Um, so I'm guessing I'm going to ask Alex, like weapon move sets are tied to weapon types in Monster Hunter, yeah? Uh, yeah. Cool. In God Eater, you can switch your move sets. You can literally, like, you have, like, a choice of, like, hey, when you do a dash, you can then do this move. Or if you do a jump, you can then do this move. Oh, so, and like, then, your jump, you can switch up what moves your jump attack and whatever? Yes. That's and pretty you can cool. switch up your move sets from there. And then you can upgrade those that do more damage and they get different buffs, as well as, like, uh, different weapons also have, like, different built, like moves in them as well. So, like, you can really change up, like, what a weapon does. And I found those, like, wow, that's, like, super overwhelming. But, like, once you get the hang of it, it's, like, really cool. Uh, so, God Eater. But the main game that I've been playing is uh, a game called 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Aegis or Aegis Rim? It's a PlayStation exclusive game, which I bought, like, a fortnight ago. And then Sony decided to put it on sale for half price, like today, which upset me because it hadn't been on sale in Australia ever for like forever. And now there's like a big in Japan sale in which I paid a hundred dollars for because fuck Australian prices. And now it's like fifty dollars. I'm like, oh shit, that game is one beautiful it looks fucking amazing like its art style and stuff has so much like love and care in every scene like it's done by fuck i I, oh my i feel bad for forgetting them but uh they've done games i i game called like odin sphere i believe they've um, done games in life before um no they've done games before they've seen it vanillaware it's a company called vanillaware they made haven't made a lot of games apparently. Uh, they made Odin Sphere. Uh, pretty much just what by what I can see, are like visual novel games with gameplay aspects. So kind of what um, uh, the Zero Escape series, how it's like it's mainly a visual novel, but it has puzzle rooms. Verding um, Sentinels is like a really really interesting sci-fi uh visual novel but with a the gameplay is basically you control a whole bunch of sentinels mm-hmm. uh and you have to protect a uh area on the map and each sentinel is built differently so you can have sentinels that specialize in sentry guns and specialize in close combat and specialize in defense like you can mix and match with the Sentinels. So you got 13 to mess with because it's 13 Sentinels. Um, but the main thing behind the game, which is like 
whole like it's kind of like how Zero Escape had like the sort of pop off like realization moments. Mm-hmm. Spurting Sentinels does that really well. Like it's the discovery it, moments. The discovery moments. So basically, you get to play through. I'm guessing 13 characters. You have to manage 13 characters, and how they do that is a percentage meter. So you have um, three modes, which is remembrance, which is the story side. Um, I think it's destruction, which is the gameplay, and then analyst, which is basically seeing over all the information that's been provided to you. So you have to play Remembrance, which is the story, the um, visual novel part, until you get to, like, you get given a character and you can go as far as you want with that character until you hit a block in which is like, all right, you need to do, th- like, complete this story mission or complete this level in destruction to continue the story. Huh. And that's basically how they tell you the story. And it comes with, like, all this information. Like, you're playing as one character and it'd be like, oh, I know that character. And then this big fucking realization moment comes and you just go, what the fuck? And then you go, go look, like, want to continue that story. It's like, you need to complete this. And, like, I'm going over to that other fucking character I saw. I want to see what the fuck's up with that. And as I said, like, the art behind Ferning Sentinels is so fucking good. Like, it's so detailed. It's so nicely done. Like, I'll see if I can pull up, like, a screenshot of just some of the uh, art that they have in the game. Uh, Here we go. I'll put this in uh, Discord. Like, this is just, like, one scene, one small scene in, in the game to which, like, so much, like, like, detail. Yeah. Like, yeah, just so looking much- at the background, it's a lot of shit. You can see there the is- lights inside the buildings. Yeah. Yeah, holy shit. And you get scenes, like, let's see if I can... That one. Like, it, it, fucking, you could have told me that that was your wallpaper, and I would have believed you. Like, like this is all in-game as well. Like, this is all in-game shots. You can interact with this entire background. And it's just so well detailed and looks so fucking nice. Um, and uh, what else is there? The dub. So you can, since it is a Japanese game, you can have it in Japanese voice acting or English voice acting. A lot of people, I'm playing in the English voice acting because a lot of people are actually praising how good the dub is. Huh. Oh, oh boy. Except, That's rare. Except for one uh one part in the story which to me like makes the most littlest sense as to why people are complaining the most littlest sense the most littlest of senses mm. um but basically there's this one part in uh one part in the story where you meet a character who disguises himself as uh, the daughter of disguises himself as the daughter of a scientist so he dresses up like a schoolgirl uh, to get the information what he needs to get and 
there's this one line in which like some guy is actually like kind of in love with this girl and then it's just like nah I'm a dude and it's just like why are you dressed like a girl and it's just oh fucking it goes less his reply is let's just say some binaries work for me and others don't and it's just like okay that makes sense because he dresses like a girl to get information because like they all think that he is the scientist's daughter in which people were just very trusting in that person. And basically that's how he gets so much information to which uh, the Japanese version, it says, this is more convenient for me. And it's just like, okay, that makes sense because obviously it's like a more simplistic version of saying, yeah, like I, I do this because this is what works. And people are like, this is censorship. This is pushed by social justice warriors, yada, yada, yada. And I'm sitting there going, are you a fucking idiot? Like, Maybe. I'm sitting there going, like, do you not actually understand, like, the story? Like, people say, and I feel like it's almost propaganda because it is 100% like people just show the picture and it's go, this is censorship, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, well, no, in the context of things, it makes sense. Like, holy shit, that neon light one. Fuck me. Yeah. And so, like, they put so much effort into these environments and they look so fucking great. And, like, it's smooth as butter. It looks fantastic. It's all interactable. And there's so much effort went into designing this game. But, and it's just, like, fucking cool. And then you have, like, I don't know. It, it initially attracted me in with the artwork. Oh, I found a better picture for the other one. It initially attracted me with, like, the artwork. And then, like, the plot seemed to be very Neon Genesis. And I'm just like, oh, I'm this in. looks really <laughs> I'm in. I'm so in. And then I get in it, and it's a little bit Neon Genesis, but also, like, time traveling and fucking like I, not, not to spoil anything okay so you have analysis destruction and not to spoil yeah. anything but there is time travel the well, time travel is like pretty much like in the first hour or so and i'm sitting there going like dude that's fucking like the plot keeps advancing and every single time i advance the plot there is a new like oh shit moment which i'm sitting there because I'm, I'm playing it in bed because my PlayStation's hooked up to my room in my bedroom. And I'm sitting here just like going, oh, shit, like fucking like top of my lungs is like screaming at like two or three in the morning. I'm waking some motherfucker up. I know that. I can believe you do that in your bed at <laughs> yeah, two in the easily. morning. I'm just like, that oh, sounds like you. Oh, my God. Fucking. I, I've had so many times where it's just like, oh, shit, that's so fucking cool. Oh, great. And then it's like, oh, wait, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I know, I'll do a couple more missions. And then it's like seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh. What happened to the time? What happened to the time? Oh, well, there's a full body release. That's interesting. I think that's fan art. But um, because the Sentinels are like robots in which they, they're almost piloted like the Ever Units in Neon Genesis, but they require you to be butt naked. 
sounds I mean, right. it's pretty much just a plug suit without the plug suit. Yeah, it's it's a plug suit without the plug suit. So you get like images, like they talk through, um, what are they called? Like uh, portraits of like that, mm-hmm. where like that it's sort of lewd, but it's not. It's not, but they definitely wanted to give the impression. Yeah, they wanted to give yeah. that impression. And it's just like, and even the male characters get it as well. Like, it's not just female characters. Male characters get it as well. Yeah. But I'm sitting there just going like, okay, there's a little bit of fan service going in here, but I'll, you know, who am I to judge? I'm enjoying it. Yeah, you're you're enjoying it. You don't care. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, Ferding Sentinels Aegis Rim. Uh, I only so- bought it. Because so what's uh what's the name of number fifteen there? Fifteen. Yeah. Um. Uh, fuck. I'm gonna try and remember a name because I'm still not used to the uh, Japanese names just of yet. Uh, fifteen is. Uh, if I can fucking pull up the picture. Oh no. Oh. But yeah. Um. Oh, I think it's Iori. Sentinel. Iori. Character. Mm. And then there's. Yeah, Iori Fuyusaka. Iori Fuyusaka. There we go. There it came. Okay. Thanks, Google, for listening into all of our conversations. <laughs> Makes searching for stuff so much easier. But yeah, like, characters are like really cool and decent. Um, so like I'm playing on one character. Um, I think his name's Kitaro. Uh, he's a weird one. He's he's like he came from. I think he came from the future, and then was stuck in night. So it sets it's set in one, two, three, four time periods. Okay. And it it travels between all four time periods. So you got 1945, 1985, 19 no, 1985, 2025, and then 2105. And it's like set through all of them. And it's just like, oh man, like the story as it gets pieced together, it's one of those oh shit kind of moments. But I am still, like, a ways away finishing it. Like, I've still got, I think, like, another 25 hours ahead of me. But we'll see how that goes. But other than that, that's been the games I've been playing for the start of this month. Just a lot of visual novels with, like, gameplay games. Hmm. Looking back at my Steam library, it's like, yeah, just visual novel stuff. Um... Well, if you and like that kind of visual novel gameplay hybrid, you might quite like Pyre, which was Supergiant Games' previous one before Hades. I think I'm more attracted to the sci-fi aspect of those visual novels because I'm a big sci-fi fan. But like, yes, yes, you are. With um, Yo, with, you didn't uh, tell me this is where she came from. For who? who? Fucking Yuki Takamiya. Yuki Takamiya. Isn't that the squatting chick? The chick yeah. who squat? Yeah. The fucking Slavic fucking chick who, like, beats up, like, gang members. That sounds right. funny. I, 
yeah, it's like she's she's some some like hard ass chick, and she's like, yeah, fucking some gangs is like, what'd you say, bitch? And she's like, come at me, and she just beats the shit out of them. It's like, all right, I'm off, bye. And they're like, ah. And I was like, yeah. And then she fucking sits down and squats and is like, hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you Slavic motherfucker. But yes. Uh, Eastern so, European, right to the core. Yeah. But um, yeah, as I said, the reason why I got this game is because uh, two people that I basically like listen to on their opinions on stuff because I, I have like a very similar taste and it's like yeah, yeah this a couple is of like people you've got you're like i know i have similar taste to you so i'll yeah and they were like this is like the best game of 2020 and they're like Fuck yeah you, easy look at that that's a power play which one yeah yeah i think Squats i sent you I, right think, I think i took a picture and sent it in the discord it was like when i first saw a fucking squatting i'm like what the fuck Look at this Slavic motherfucker just sitting in, like, squatting in the middle of the hallway, just, like, literally wanting cigarettes. <laughs> He's like, I'm all out of smokes. I can, Aren't you I a can teenager? Hear, I can hear the cheeky breaky. Hmm. And so in that bottom picture you posted, one to the left is uh, Kitaro, and the one to the right is Nat-chan. And Nat-chan is, like, Super adorable into UFOs and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, fuck yeah. But yeah, um, so yeah, Ferding Sentinels, enjoying that greatly. Um, I like, I'm just, there's so much like twists and turns. I don't, I don't know how I can handle it all. It just comes at me like a fucking, like, like a hurricane. Oh yeah. I found, I found more mech pictures. She is the girl with the red glasses. Oh, there's um, yeah, her. There's also a girl in the red glasses, which is number sixteen. I love this. Uh, that's Nat Chan, number seventeen. Hmm. Uh, the one number sixteen is from twenty twenty five. Nat Chan is from eighty five, and so is uh. Oh, who was the other one? Akari, I think her name is. But yes, uh, it sucks that it is a PS4 exclusive game because I think this would see a lot more success if it came to the PC. Uh, because what was it? Didn't but like Odin, like not money of not many of their games have come to PC. I think maybe one or two of Vanillaware's games have come to PC, but. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. Um, no, it's, it's weird. Oh, that's a weird picture. But yeah, so that's that's been my my start of the years playing the shit out of a lot of uh, visual novels, sci-fi visual novels with uh, light gameplay aspects. Mm. So yeah, huh? Uh, let's get on to. Some recent news. Well, we stuff. all know what we get Kenny for Christmas. Yeah, more visual novels. Dakim Dakimura pillow. Dakimakara. Dakimakara. That's a fucking weird well, name. That's what like, you want. It's a body pillow. It's a body pillow. I mean, I was thinking about getting you the uh, original Fate visual novel. Why? Why would you do that? 
I could just fucking go onto any hentai website and just go fake. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but that's not the that's not the visual novel. Give me the Bible Black visual novel. I don't think that has a visual novel. It does. It does. It does. I've seen an LP on YouTube. <laughs> on well, YouTube. <laughs> on <We're>, YouTube. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, guess what we're doing? Not much uh, for our next playthrough. <laughs> I was about to say, it's like not doing an LP on a... On... Bible uh, Black. Bible Black. Well... What was the other thing? There was another story which quickly came to mind, but I forgot it. But looking on the docket, uh, we've got a few things. Uh, but that's right, Anthem. I forgot about Anthem. It's okay. So did EA and Bioware. No, they didn't. That's that's why that's Anthem is the news because e- EA didn't forget and was all like, "Y'all motherfuckers might might be out of a job because EA." I wonder if EA comes to a decision. Yeah, decide. Anthem's fate. By this week, oh, three days la- ago. Because last time we saw they hadn't. Yeah. So, yeah, EA basically come out saying, uh, we're going to go check this shit out uh, because it's been, like, what, a whole year of no information about Anthem Next, which is the whole redevelopment program which they're going through but all right so anthem was like a how to put it anthem was a big game in terms of scope and production it was just so poorly put together that it came out the fucking shit it is to which then we had um like management teams were getting changed back and forth um Big name people like Casey Edwards and stuff were leaving Bioware um, and then changing like management hands to someone else to which and then that person has recently left Bioware and pretty much Anthem Next is, has a skeleton crew running on it, like a fucking small R skeleton crew. So the fact that they... Think they thought they were gonna completely overhaul this system on a skeleton crew. I think is kind of weird. Um, because that game needs a lot of shit done to it to get it up to to get it up to a scratch where people would actually enjoy it. Mm. But but they're literally putting like fuck all people behind it. So that's why EA stepping in and it's just like all right. We're checking out this situation and EA's decisions either going to get people, put more people on Anthem Next Team or completely dump the game altogether and just cut their losses. Huh. Because well, be interesting to see. Because the reason why fucking like Anthem Next has a skeleton crew right now is because m- most, if not all, the big talent is working on the new Dragon Age game. There's a new Dragon Age. Oh yeah, that's right. There is. Yeah, Dragon Age yes, Four. Un- unfortunately, there is. And thinking of this from a business standpoint, Dragon Age is a series which has like a greatly uh, dedicated like fan a, base. Yeah, it's got a greatly dedicated fan base. It has had some bad games here and there, but the fan base of Dragon Age right now is 
I would it's think bigger than the player base of much Anthem. bigger, much bigger than the player base of just a player base, not even the fan base, just the people who's like playing Anthem and going, That's oh, I've tried this now or stuff like not that. Not surprising. Mm. Let's go to the service. So, That's all they have to say. About so Anthem. yeah, obviously you have a majority of people at Bioware working on Anthem. You also have majority of people not working on Anthem on um, Dragon Age. You also have majority of people working on the Mass Effect. Um, remaster series coming out uh which is apparently coming out this year which is like fucking cool because i want to get behind that so like they either have to hire more people or pull people off of projects in which i highly doubt they will like yeah they would have to, i, I they can't would ha- see that coming yeah they would have to pull people off of like I don't know, like mobile game projects or from a different studios and just going, hey, look, you now work on this. In which people can just, I can imagine people going, hey, look, uh, we're thinking about fixing Anthem. We want you to work on this team with Anthem. People's going, yeah, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be associated with that because pretty much a death, I don't want to say death sentence, but like, Anthem, like people whose names are tied behind Anthem, like Casey Edwards, like people remember him as that Anthem game. But at the same time, as for EA, I feel like they would want to make Anthem work unless it was just not going to be cost effective because if they were to just straight up abandon Anthem, then people are not going to, put trust into any uh live like game as a service thing that ea or bioware put out they're not going to anyway yeah like games are like oh and just think like if it was like man we want this game to last for 10 years it didn't even get a fucking last 10 months didn't didn't even even get a couple of months at the gate yeah I, I got remember the feeling- I got banned from some fuckhead stream because I told him that Anthem was going to fail. Yeah, yeah I straight up, like I it. jumped into his stream. I'm like, buddy, this game is nowhere near ready. It's going to fail. EA is just going to push microtransactions out the arse so only whales get anything in enjoyment. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, this guy gets banned. I don't, I don't, <laughs> really, I don't hear that. He's banned. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead, suck Anthem's dick. See what see what it gets you. I can tell you exactly what it got him. Got him nothing. Got I got him a loss of money. That's what it yep. did. Fucking that dumbass paid eighty dollars for it. Man, I paid fucking five dollars for it. Yeah, it, it started coming like. And you were this already is the thing, disappointed. This is the thing which I've I've found weird, and it's like if you start announcing your game has like a multi year lifespan, it's DLA. You might as well just fucking dig a six foot grave right now. Because yeah, who it's, else? It's who else has DOA. announced? Who else has na- announced a game as a service for a long period of time? We had Anthem, uh, Fallout seventy six, uh, Destiny, right. Cyberpunk. Cyber- no, but like, Des- Destiny Cyber- just saw like another had just had Destiny other- two. Yeah, Destiny two. Destiny two just yeah. had its uh, content drop. Another content yeah. drop. Yeah. Do you remember when they said Destiny one had a ten year plan? Oh, right, Destiny 1. Mm. Yeah, remember that? And then they came out with a sequel a couple of years later because Destiny 1 was failing. Yep. Uh, and so, like, games as a service, I think more people are wising up to the fact of games as a service. 
Um, most companies is like, let's just get a fucking game out there, uh, fix it later, call it a game as a service, and that yeah, you know, y- you get what you pay for, and then charge. Pay- yeah, it's fucking stupid, and more people are wising up to it. The thing is, and- I mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the time, what needs to happen is. It's almost like you need to you just need to focus on the short term and have a bit of a long term plan, right? Because there's no point dedicating to a long term to a long term plan if the game's not good enough to hold people in the first place. Exactly. It's like it, you can't just go we we're going to have like this as a fucking 10 year thing. It's just like they cool. they had Anthem the as an good? opt-in closed beta that fucking both Jaden and I got into. Like, sign an NDA, everything closed beta. And playing that closed beta, I could I could tell you for a fact that game was nowhere near ready. And it's pretty much what, what fucking sealed the deal on, I'm not getting this game. Because like when you straight up thing- have game-breaking bugs this close to launch... You're just like, I'd fucking, you got to call it quits. And I think, uh, and Same. on top of that, if I recall correctly, part of the issue is that, yeah, the flight's a bit finicking, but it was re- a bit finicky, but it was really fucking cool when you could get it. But there was nothing fucking there. Like, yeah, yeah there's no content. The, the thing is, if you're running a demo, I get that the demo is one thing, right? But <gasps> oh, it was already pretty game. sparse. And it. So the thing about it was like. Right, that's supposed to be their best foot forward. The best foot forward was the flying, but the flying, like, because I I fucking. I went in and I looked at Jason Schreier's uh, expose on fucking what happened there. They had some, like, fuckhead from, like, marketing, EA marketing, or some big, like, publisher marketing come in and be like, oh, I don't like the flying, but I like the flying. So take it out and put it back in. And we got this autistic shit. I don't understand how fucking developers actually listen to those people. Because like, they're the ones giving them the money. They don't have choice. They can't be the ones giving them the money, but you just say, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha, we'll do that. And then you just ignore everything they say because they're all fucking idiots. Like, they sh- they those people there should be t- treated like the special ed kid. Just you pat them on the back, you, you clap for them, and then as soon as they're gone, it's like, all right, back to work. Fucking dickhead's gone. Don't need to deal with them anymore. Like, but what, what seriously killed the game for them? I think they had Anita Sarkeesian come in, and her name is just poison. Like, it if really she is. Comes, if she steps into your office, whatever game you're working on at that time is dead. It's dead. There's no saving it. Like what? You what should- game? There was another game that people brought on somewhat recently that flopped, and I don't remember what it was. But it's it's one of those things that people see, regardless on what your views are on it. Right? It seems to kill a lot of. She just kills games. Yeah, like whether you agree with her or you don't, that's. Kind she of irrelevant destroy of games. <laughs> yeah. Um, the so si- the is simple Anita fact Sarkeesian. is, it seems like in a row, whenever she's been involved in, it's not even involved. If she just walks into consultation, she's been. I don't think she's been involved in development per se. It's more of a consultation of like what you should do to make this game so diverse and stuff like that. 
I and like if if I was if I was fucking uh, publisher or producer on a game, and I saw Anita Sarkeesian walk up to my building, I would legit grab a cattle prod and chase her off. Well, I'd like to see that. You wouldn't because you I, value I, no, your I 100% job. would. Like she sets foot in the building, every project in that building fails. <laughs> and it would be really good publicity to, to like the have, project. It, have it on the fucking have it IGN like run an article game developer chases off Anita Sarkeesian with cattle prod it sounds like a hard times article but like <laughs> that's just free publicity yeah so but the you know other who game- that free publicity is for that game developer N- no a little bit for you mostly for the other side when you're just proving her point when the entire thing is this place is sexist but like if you're chasing her off with a cattle prod it doesn't exactly show a good view on your side that's self-sabotage if i've ever seen it <laughs> so maybe and well but i know that's your be- favorite thing to do behind so sabotaging other people <laughs> cattle prodding shiva <laughs> but yes, uh, the other game I was mentioning was uh, Marvel's Avengers. Oh yeah, oh, that existed. Uh, wasn't yeah. didn't she come on for a uh, no a consultation on that so. as well? No, I would be surprised, but no. Yeah, um, no. All right. Like, all right. Think of this: mm-hmm. Marvel's Avengers came out, and it's like we're going to be rolling our campaign out for the next two to three years. Dead. No shit. Quite literally dead <laughs> um, on arrival. It didn't it didn't it didn't even last two to three they minutes. They lost sixty-two million dollars. Um only one out of the four planned DLC releases has come out. So they were gonna have four DLCs come out like in the first release period of Marvel. You had Spider-Man for the PS4. You then had the two versions of Hawkeye, Clint Barton and Kate Bishop, and originally first was meant to be Black Panther, but mm-hmm. since uh, the actor Black Panther died, uh, they thought they would delay Bozwick? that. I don't remember his first name. I can't remember his first it's, name. It either, starts with who rest and ends in peace. Uh, but yeah, he died, so they decided to delay the Black Panther DLC and then instead have the two... Um, Hawkeye versions. It wasn't Boswick, it was Chadwick Boseman. I was I was part right. I got half of <laughs> both his say, names. Why does his name sound like Bojack Horseman? Maybe it is. Maybe he plays Bojack Horseman. I don't know. See, the I, possibility it, exists. Well, it actually sounds like it's the other way around. They made his name as a play on that. Yeah. Yeah, no, they fucking parents... Traveled forward into time <laughs> to, to make a fucking shitty joke out of his name. Oh man, it's like you know, you're gonna love this name when you grow older. Why? Oh, just you wait. You're gonna be named after the depressing <laughs> you're gonna, horse. You're gonna love this. You're gonna love this name, but you're gonna hate us. But fucking like, guy was a champ though. He was doing all that filming while getting cancer treatment. Yeah. Like he was get he was getting work done. <laughs> Absolute trooper. But do you know who's not getting work done? Us. Marvel Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> and us. Um and us. yeah, so uh Kate Bishop and Clint Barton were the Hawkeye DOC was meant to release. Ah uh, yes, the most only, boring Avenger. Only Kate Bishop released with a to be announced for Clint Barton. 
and the Spider-Man one never released. Uh, wasn't that like a PlayStation exclusive? Yes. It was yeah. supposed to and, be. It never came out. And it never came out. Oof. Um, at this point, I don't think it ever will. <laughs> so <laughs> people complaining about Spider-Man being PS4 exclusive is like, well, it, yeah, it's exclusive to fucking no one because no one's getting it. So, yeah, so Marvel- We're not, we're not going to mention that the entire game sits so uncomfortably in the uncanny valley. It's disgusting. Well, that's because they wanted to put it in the MCU, but they didn't have the- They couldn't legally likeness, use the, the likeness of the yeah. actors. So they're like, well, we, we're going to make the discount. <laughs> we're going to do the discount version of everyone. So people kind of recognize it as the same character, but that making sure they're not actually the same character. And then legally I don't, distinct. I don't think legally anyone. Distinct yeah, that's actually, that's literally the best term for it is they need to make sure they were legally distinct. And that's why it looks so ugly. Just, just yeah. going to immediately follow this up here. Kamala Khan is easily the worst option they could have picked for a flagship character in a video game, especially Christian. one that relies heavily on realism. That is, that's kind of the style they went for because her power is literally just squash and stretch and video game textures don't look good when they're stretched. Who's Camilla? Well, that's a porn page. <laughs> she mustn't. She must not be in the MCU. <laughs> you can't prove that. I think you're looking she's, at them. She's fighting the good fight in the sheets while the Marvel Avengers fight in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Avengers in the streets. All right, so this, this, is, this is literally the first thing fucking on Google. That's Kamala Khan. So her power is... Her, she calls her power oh, Enbiggin. Um, Enbiggin. Miss Enbiggin. Yeah, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, yeah. She calls herself Miss Marvel after Captain Marvel. She is, her entire character is she is literally the Marvel Avengers biggest fan. She writes fanfic about them on the fucking, on, in her free time. Uh, she received her superpowers uh, by sheer luck and happenstance, completely defying all logic and pre-established notions of superpowers. Um, fucking what else, what else did she do? Ah, right, yeah. Um. Her powers is literally just, I'm going to rip off Luffy from One Piece, and that's about it. Bungie Gum has the properties of both rubber and gum. <laughs> that's Hold it. Up. Her entire thing is she just rips off Luffy from One Piece, but is incredibly bad at being anything. So she's just fanfic, you know... Was it Tony Stark is my boyfriend 69XX? Yeah. But look at my fist go wow. Yeah, her entire thing is Tony Stark's girlfriend, like XX69, Tony, like fucking the Hulk forever. Oh, Captain Marvel's well, biggest fan or some shit like that. Well, we know she's not racist because this page of hers having her taking big black dick. It's still on that porn page, It's called darkdick.com. What were you expecting? <laughs> a little class from a Marvel <laughs> Avenger. Thank you very much. I don't think she's officially an Avenger. Well, oh, she, I don't think she's going to live a good life in the Avengers since that shit's getting canned soon. Yeah, it is getting um, canned soon. It sucks, though, because, like, the person drawing her comic book, like, 
god damn like i love this style I'm, I'm, I'm posting a picture now to give, give it a second it's it's pretty big yeah i love that style mm. that style that like the poppy colors the heavy shadows like i love the shit out of that like the detail and everything like i i fucking love it that yeah, it's just a, it, but you hate it's the writing got a very like 90% of current marvel stuff yeah like I, a, I was I, like just on the artwork alone. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll, I'll give her a chance. The artwork is fucking amazing. And then I read like the like first two pages, and I'm like, you know what? I quit. <laughs> yeah, you didn't fire me. I quit. I quit reading a <laughs> comic. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna 100% stop. Just, I'm just, I'm stopping. I got two pages in. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Alex Speedrun's giving up. <laughs> time uh, two pages I'm gonna, is done I'm gonna any, per- any percent complete giving up on a Marvel comic as first two pages in you just quit wait is this breaking news is it what's breaking news it's not really so much news but it is breaking um the company Razor if I can get the fucking thing out. So we all know the uh, RGB specialist overpriced motherfuckers that are Razor. Yeah. I know um, Mr. Razor personally. Mm-hmm. Mr. Razor indeed. Uh, oh, wait, wait. They have just come out with a new product called the Stealth Optional. No. Project Hazel Stealth Optional. It is a COVID-19 face mask with RGB. Oh, no, that's not new. I've seen that already. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, it's new-ish, but we already knew that they were twats, so, you know, whatever. Anyone who who sees that out in public, please do the world a favor and just inflict Darwinism. Fucking... It's, it's It's time for you to be the speed boost that Darwinism needs. It's an N95 respirator. Does so, it work, though? That's the question. Uh, concept design is a glossy well, outside shell. if it doesn't shell. work, there'd be no it's point. waterproof, scratch-resistant, made from recycled plastic, trans- transparent to allow rip-leading and seeing facial cues when you chat the people. Okay, that one's pretty... Um... That one's pretty neat. Yeah, that, one, that one's pretty neat. But the, oh my god, that's it's neat, but like, ah, oh, fucking, I bet you it's gonna cost like two hundred dollars because it's Possible. RGB face masks. Remember this it's expensive as shit because there's no reason for it to be that expensive or fucking RGB. <laughs> I guess fucking. Got lemons, make RGB lemonade. I don't fucking know. Uh, well, look, no, I'm actually going to make an argument that it could be cool, and if people want it, they can use it. Oh, if people want it, they can use it, but it ain't going to stop me laughing at them. That's that's the price you pay for convenience. <laughs> you get it's laughed the price at. you pay for a shitty RGB mask. Hey, man, that's ugh, fucking... They wouldn't have done it if there isn't a market for it. I'll just exactly. say that. Uh, Fair so enough. Another fucking 
another person who decides that they were going to have like a 10 year plan uh, and that's fucking changing really quickly is mm-hmm. Google Stadia. <laughs> Remember Google Stadia's multi-year plan? I do, unfortunately. Uh, yes. I don't think I don't think they do though, because they're now shutting well, down internal gaming studios. It's not unfortunate for me because I never invested money in it. It's more unfortunate mm-hmm. for some people who did. Like if you were stupid enough to invest money into Stadia, well, no, this is your the thing own fault. Is, there are some people who there are some people who legitimately it's the easiest way of doing things. And on top of that, it's not the first people who have done it. Like there was someone else who was using who'd been trying this tech out for a while back. The main difference is that Google Stadia is worse on is that it's got its own like release on Stadia. You buy it on Stadia and that's it. Where there are a lot of the other ones that I've seen, um, basically you can play through your own Steam library and just stream the game off their system, right? But you'll need to do still do the installing onto the server that if was, it's not, but whatever. That NVIDIA play, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people are pulling their games from. There's there's another one. There was another one called, I think it was just called Shadow. I haven't um, heard of that one. And there was a couple more. Anyway, so yeah, what Stadia is doing is, which is funny, because they're effectively, they're trying to get as much money back from Stadia as possible, right? Mm-hmm. So what they were trying to do is they're effectively going, they're selling selling the Stadia, Stadia technology, right? <laughs> they're selling the Stadia <sighs> technology. The thing is, if you actually do a bit of research on the subject... They're not even the leaders in what Stadia was doing. Like, other people have better quality and better service versions of, like, that game streaming service. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. That's why it was, like, because Google is, like, a multi-billion dollar company. And yet, like, I feel like they announced Stadia but didn't want to invest money into it. They were like, okay, that's here's Stadia. Uh, this is going to be a competition against the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, it's going to be cheap, but you still have to pay for the games and full prices. And uh, yeah, that's it. And it's they, just they like, wanted okay. they wanted to invest at the bare minimum and receive all of the money. Yeah, infinite gains. Yes. But Unfortunately, yes, uh, they uh, invested the bare minimum and got absolutely fucking nothing, which is exactly what they deserved. Dude, like, the new Chromecast Google release doesn't even support the Stadia. They wanted to have their game and fuck it too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And, like, okay, cool. I get to play, like, four or five-year-old games on the Stadia. Fucking whoop-de-doo. Oh, man, it would suck if I didn't already own those fucking games. It's not just that, but, like, if you're looking at someone who's like, I've got absolutely nothing, I don't have a console... I don't have the money for a console. I don't have a PC. If I don't have the money for a console, I fucking don't for a PC. I just want something that I can play on my phone and play, like, the good games on my phone. And everyone's just like, that's cool and all, but we're not releasing our games on Stadia. Like, I pretty, I don't even know if, Goo, like, uh, Doom Eternal's on Stadia, and that was meant to release with Stadia. Uh, Doom Eternal Stadia. AD, uh, is it on the Stadia? Uh, apparently it is. And uh, the headline is, it looks great. The lag is just too unplayable. 
it's grizzly, but unplayable. Doom. Uh, let's have a look at the Stadia reviews for Doom. Only two critics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only two people reviewed Doom Eternal for the Stadia. <laughs> That's rough. But yeah, so Stadia uh, closing their fucking uh, gaming divisions. So right now, Stadia would need like independent developers more than ever for their services. They need them more than ever if they're not doing it. Well, uh, Andrew Spinks, one of the developers behind Terraria, has came out with a big fuck you to Google Stadia ever since Google decided to fuck him over. So I'd say like a couple, like a month ago, uh, Andrew Spink, Spinks, who is one of the developers behind Terraria, uh, lost his, uh, well, his Google Google account got banned. He does not know why it was banned. Uh, no one at Google was telling him why it was banned. He's uh, applied for appeals to get the ban lifted, to which they've just been denied. The, yeah, so, the appeal was denied without any explanation or further communication. It was just like, no, immediately. Yeah. So he put out a tweet as of uh, a couple of days ago saying, my phone has lost access to thousands of dollars of apps on the Google Play. I just bought Lord of the Rings 4K and I can't even finish it. My Google Drive data is completely gone. I can't access my YouTube channel. The worst of all is losing access to my Gmail address for from Gmail addresses of over 15 years. I have absolutely done nothing to violate your terms of service, so I can take this no other way than you deciding to burn this bridge. Consider it burned. Hashtag Terraria for Google Stadia is cancelled. My company will no longer support any of your platforms moving forward. Straight up, this is like, fuck you, Google, since you guys obviously have just fucked me over. Fuck it. Not coming to Stadia. And Terraria I mean, is one that of those seems games. Reasonable, honestly. Yeah, Terraria is one of those games where I feel like that would be great for the Stadia because it doesn't require the snap like, reactions. Snap reactions doesn't require a lot of like processing because it is quite pic- uh, pixel styled uh, gameplay. So yeah, like. I got the feeling, like, well, I haven't got the feeling, but losing Terraria could, like, be a big loss for Google Stadia. And all because Google just banned his account for no reason and communicated nothing towards it. He filed an appeal. It got rejected. Because the thing is, maybe there is a reason. There absolutely might be a reason. But as far as anyone's concerned, it's not being communicated. So how are we supposed to know? Well, exactly. And the thing is, like, how much stuff he had tied to his Google account. He had his Google Play, which he's bought, like, spent thousands of dollars on apps. Uh, He's used Google Play to buy Lord of the Rings 4K movie and couldn't even watch it. Uh, All the data in his Google Drive is gone. His YouTube account has been deleted. And his Gmail for over 15 years has been deleted as well. Like, it was a scorched earth like mm. policy on just fucking this guy's account 
And it's just like, no, give it back though. What have I done? And then and they just went, no. So one thing I think happened is basically it's like, hey, look, a bot banned my account for some fucking unknown reason. Uh, check out your shit and you'll see I've done nothing. And it's just like, nope. Another bot gets his appeal and is like, nope, fuck you. And it's like, great. So now yeah, I've lost it- all this information, all these purchases, everything. Like, he got burned really fucking hard because now he needs to make a new Gmail account um, to which I'm guessing he was using it for his business stuff. Uh, Google Drive data is gone. Nothing there anymore. Uh, Google, All the apps on his Google Play are gone. All these movies that he had are gone. YouTube channel deleted. It's like, I'm not even sure if people even fucking, if Google even replied to him. Uh, I would not be involved with a corporation that values their customers and partners so little. Doing business with you is a liability. Poor. I mean, it seems like a reasonable response to me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, not even Google has come out and done anything about this because he said nothing since. Like, let's have a look. Uh... Yeah, 25 days since I've had this pro tip at Google. Click the the button that unbans my account. So as of seven hours ago, I think. Yeah, seven hours ago, still hasn't unbanned it. So yeah, fucking get your shit together, Google. But at the same time, I felt like he was already like ready to cancel the Stadia version of the game because, you know, Stadia is fucking dying. Well, it's hard to tell. Where That's just us, you know, extrapolating, not extrapolating, uh, assuming things at this point. Uh, you, this is true, yes, but the way things going, I would assume that he'd be like, he didn't even need this bigger push. It could just be like, oh, you're your YouTube channel has been locked for 12 hours. Like, nah, Terraria's cancelled for Stadia. Done. Over. No more. So, <laughs> as I said, but, uh, that's, that's gotta be rough, but, yeah, so, Google Stadia just needs to, wait, what? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Google Stadia is fucking shitting the bed. Uh, even more so. Like, every single time you hear Google Stadia, it's just more and more shit. Uh, so, that seems fun. Um, I think we should uh, call it here. I was going to talk about mm. uh, Bayonetta 3 not happening. But, but that's also not happening. Is, yeah, Bayonetta 3 is not happening. They pretty much announced it too early. And they're like, man... We're at the mercy of our publishers, so just when Bayonetta free, you see Bayonetta free, then be happy. But don't expect Bayonetta free for now. Doesn't mean it's cancelled. It just sounds like there's a lot of red tape, a lot of uh, a lot of work that needs to be done, not on the game but around the company. But we'll see. Other than that, fucking. Let's call this podcast. It's the shortest podcast we've done yet. Yeah, it feels mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. It's, right, it's, it's been a Dad. short podcast after a while. Yeah, after a while. 
Yeah. And we only just talked about a bit of shit about what we've done. So Yeah, because I fucking this podcasts aren't meant to be like three hours long. With this Dude, I listen, to, I listen to nothing but podcasts that are like three or five hours long. Jesus. I'm not even kidding. And people are like people love like long ass podcasts. That's just a particular yeah, kind they, of people. Because they want mm. to listen to it in like they don't want to have to reset things. Yeah, like I, I feel very sorry for people who have to listen to us, who want to listen for us to us for fucking three plus hours. Oh yeah, no. Like, look, we're we're very thankful that you're our fans, but at the same time, why we're <laughs> <laughs> we're very good at being uh, self deprecating about it. Just looking back, we've had one three hour podcast. Uh. To which I can't even remember what happened, but the title is uh, Racist Barrett and the Biggest Band Boozled 2020 Has Ever Seen. <laughs> it's, it, you, we went with Band Boozled, so some, someone got banned. Uh, basically talk about my Yu-Gi-Oh experience. Well, that's, oh, that's the thing. Right. All people about- saying that people saying that Barrett was a racist thing, and if you said otherwise, you get banned. Oh, it right. was a racist stereotype. Ah, uh, yeah, on reset era. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you disagree with uh, the powers that be on the world's worst internet forum, you uh, you just eat a ban. So this is why this is why hanging out on four chance cooler. <laughs> people just call no, you what? a fag and be done with you. Yeah, people give it to you straight. Yeah, like fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys on next time. All right, catch you guys. Bye.